0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: Hi listeners, it's good to be with you again tonight. And the topic for this month of February, the month of love, by the way, I haven't even thought about that, is in fact not about love. I think that's what we did last year, I mm, But mm, this mm. year it's about change. Yes. And when I thought about change the first time, I thought it was change for the good. But later I realized that change can also be not for the good. So mm, some changes can be, can be really mm. bad, negative. Eh? So the change that happened during the fall, as written in the Bible, was catastrophic. Mm, I mean, mm, beforehand, mm. everything was honky-dory
2: and wonderful and and Adam and Eve were in the garden. So for me, I also, hi listeners, it's good for me to be here. Mm -hmm. And uh, Suki, just as you mentioned the fall, um, before the fall, uh, the man and the woman were in Perfect intimacy with each other yes. and with God. Right. They were naked, but they were not ashamed, mm. and not alone. And they were not alone, mm. you know, because they had each other as companions, and they had all the animals mm. uh, as companions as well. But not only that, we can be together
1: but alone, especially if there's no intimacy. Mm. They say one of the loneliest places in the world is when people are married. But they cannot really connect, mm. and I think we mm. know something of that yeah, eh? There were times I... when we really, really struggled mm. with intimacy and uh, just to connect with our
2: hearts yeah and and you know many times suki it was um my addiction to to pornography mm. that caused that divide, mm-hmm. and uh, so for you, you were super alone, and I was so full of shame and guilt that I withdraw and I was super alone. Mm. And that was a, a, quite a long period after my addiction was rev- uh, revealed that um, I tried by my, myself and then I was so, so lonely because I felt even God had abandoned me mm. because of, of, of my addiction.
1: And that's why in this program we focus on intimacy. Mm-hmm. And we said intimacy with self god and others Mm. and i think some people might ask why with self but if we don't know ourselves Mm. and we are disconnected from ourselves we don't really know what's going on in our own hearts and our own lives it's difficult to talk to god and to tell him about that right Mm -hmm.
2: you know Suki, in our first recording ever Mm. was i think the sixth of september Mm -hmm. Um, that must have been twenty twenty one. Twenty one, or mm-hmm. um, well, the second one mm-hmm. uh, was what is intimacy?
1: It might have been even twenty twenty twenty, but I'm not sure yeah. now. But anyway, mm?
2: and um, you know, and I think people immediately think when we're talking about intimacy, it's mm. physical intimacy. Mm. But the intimacy we are talking about is emotional, spiritual intellectual, social Mm. uh, all those things where we share very deeply what is on our hearts and on our minds with those that are closest to us or with friends because that is the intimacy with others and as you said that cannot happen if I don't have intimacy and I don't know my own thoughts my own feelings Mm. Then I don't have intimacy with myself Mm. and then in turn I cannot share those even with God because I'm unaware of it. Exactly. And for such a long time in my life, uh, into my my 50s and middle 50s, I didn't know what was happening inside of me. All I knew was there's very bad things and occasionally very glad things. Mm. Um but i i couldn 't reflect to God and be in lament before God to say This is what 's happening in my life. I surrender it to you, mm, mm. Mm. please help me. I need you yeah mm. now this is the beautiful
1: change that we can testify that mm. has been happening that kind of tense eh because it still continues thank you Jesus continuous. so much better than before now mm. in our lives. And then also the good thing is we were talking about the fall, that Jesus died for us in the, after the fall. And mm. without that, there wouldn't be real redemption because he resurrected um, and he conquered death and he conquered sin in our lives. There mm. can be real change. There oh. can be regem- redemption. He came to set the captives free.
2: And Suki, I call that HOPE with a capital letter, because mm. Jesus is our hope. And um, my my recovery and restoration really took off when I got into a Christ-centered um, restoration and recovery group. Mm. And what what Jesus told us, or shall I say, Jesus was in a very intimate relationship with the Father, mm. And uh, he he said himself, he doesn't do anything or say anything that the father has not told him. And so he came to restore that intimate relationship with God, Mm. um, with ourselves and with other people. Mm, Absolutely. And I remember in the Old Testament,
1: even Joseph said to his brothers, you know, after he had been in jail and captured as a Mm, slave, mm. and when his brothers came to him to buy food and eventually he reconciled with them, he said, what the devil intended for evil, God used for the good. Mm. Isn't that so? That even with the addictions and all the things in our lives that are bad and difficult, if we belong to Jesus and we continue to speak to him and ask him to save us, he can turn the worst thing in our lives mm. around and change it for the good.
2: And that's what I love about uh, the safe communities in which we can recover and restore. Mm. You know, one of the promises that um, of the 12 promises that we read in these meetings is no matter how far down the scale we have gone, mm. we will see how we can be of benefit to others, mm. So that's really getting to the point where we uh, can say, thank you for my addiction. Mm. And mm. I'm really so truly thankful that my addiction was revealed mm. when it was revealed mm-hmm. because that drove me into doing something, into surrendering it, into searching for help mm. um, uh, among Christians, not in secular uh, uh, meetings,
1: even though they were secular meetings there were, as well, they were. Right? They were,
2: mm, and mm. they did help me as well. Mm. But my first seeking was with Christian counselors, mm. and that is where the change really started. Mm. Is, is re- in renewing my relationship with God.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: So isn't that wonderful, Frederick? I see you keep on running ahead today <laughs> mm. telling us what are the secrets, what are the things that had brought change, but yeah. it's beautiful because mm. that is what it is, eh? Mm. Um but so we were saying that all this change is part of the redemption process. Yes. And that is possible because of Jesus mm. and because of this redemptive process. Um, intimacy can be re-established, connection. Absolutely. Because with addiction, there's so much isolation Mm, and loneliness. mm, Yes. And maybe trying to fix things and it doesn't work, trying to change and it doesn't work. So I know many people that are currently struggling with addiction might say, wow, you know, you guys are talking all these things about change. I've never experienced change. Mm. I remember mm. in the many, many years before you started, before you reached rock button,
2: mm. you tried
1: to change. You were praying for God to change and nothing happened. And I was asking God to help and I didn't know why I didn't answer our prayers. There wasn't change. Yeah. So that's so important to know that when we put all the ingredients together, change is possible. Yes. Hey.
2: Suki, okay. I love that word that you use. It's a process. Mm. It's a process. And in the process, there are times when we feel hopeless, mm. when we forget where our hope is. And, and that was exactly the situation that I was in many times early on in my restoration journey. I felt there was no hope. I will never be able to get out of this terrible thing that I'm stuck in. Mm. and But yet because of it is a process and not an instant fix, mm. I could look back at the roots of what was happening in my life. And because of that, I could enter into a journey, mm. which is a process. And for some people, it's um, two or three or four, five year plan uh, or five year journey. But for me, it's a lifelong journey mm. that started in 2010. And I'm still on that journey. But Suki, um, before we continue, let's just take a short break. Hmm.
1: So, Frederick, it's good to listen to you reflecting on, on these parts of your recovery and your redemption process and also for our relationship. Because at that point, we also want to tell you listeners that... This month is the last month that we're going to be airing this program because there's also change in our lives, mm, and it's mm. with mixed feelings that that we are making the last programs for the month.
2: Yeah, and uh, the theme of our or the topic for this last month of change is reflection on change, mm-hmm. and uh, as you said in the beginning, Suki. Um, we want to talk more about the the positive change the changes in our character the changes mm. in us spiritually the changes in us with our relationships those are all the changes we want to celebrate mm. and uh, and say wow what a god we serve Amen. that can that can guide us through this process and not only him but the people that he brings into our lives, Mm -hmm. the support groups that we can join, the Christ-centered communities uh, and support groups. Those are all the things that are by God's work, Mm. his provision.
1: Absolutely. 126 programs ago, because today is the 126th program, I remember our relationship was not in a good place when we yeah. started this. And it was really because of our own struggles with intimacy um, in fighting addiction that we realized that's a big problem for people struggling with addictions is to know how to connect deeply with others. Mm. And this program was actually born from our own struggle. And uh, it was together we uh, we explored mm. um, I mean, we we worked from a position of knowing these things and our own struggles, but we looked for options. And and we got so much hope when we spoke to so many people Mm, that had gone through the process of recovery and so many people that could testify
2: of the wonderful
1: change that had happened in their
2: lives. But, you know, Suki, when we started uh, Into Me See and focusing on what we call intimacies with Mm. God, others, and ourselves, then at that point, we had both been on a journey already for a number of years. Mm -hmm. So there had already been change. Exactly. But we will never get to the point where we say, The change is complete now. Mm. Now we are perfect Mm -hmm, because we're always on a journey of change into Christ-likeness.
1: That's right. Until we go to heaven. Yes. eh?
2: Mm, So mm.
1: from glory to glory. And we will more and more, hopefully, in our... um, search of getting Jesus, knowing to get him better, mm. we will continue to grow and look differently, hopefully more like him, right? <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. So I
1: also would like to reflect a little bit on the past few years and and the change that had happened in me because I remember in 2016, so which is now what, seven years ago, right? That's when I started well uh joining a twelve step group mm. for the first time. Before that, you and me since twenty ten went to many, many counseling counseling sessions, Christian counselors, groups. Of course we prayed a lot.
0: Mm. And yeah.
1: and this is what made what caused us to have this program because many people say, Well, you know, you pray and God will help you with the addiction. But we know there's such a journey. It mm. was a journey for yes. us. I think for some people are very privileged. They pray and maybe the desire to smoke or to drink is gone. Mm. But what we have l- learned during this time, the, the, uh, the, the roots for that mm. does yes. not go away. Yes. There's some behavioral issues, even when people stop drinking or stop doing gambling or whatever. There's still huge struggles
0: mm. because
1: it's a long time for the brain to continue to change um, so that new behavior can be formed. And we need to continue to read the Word and
2: spend time mm, with yes. Jesus so that we can be renewed. You know, Suki, as you were talking about the intimacy, i just like to reflect back at why did we call this Into Me See, this whole program and all these shows. You know that um, it's John Bradshaw that says, no, uh, Patrick Kahn's, mm. Patrick Kahn's, that says that... Um, the opposite of addiction is connection. And um, and then many of the addiction, especially sexual addiction, is called an intimacy disorder mm-hmm. because we cannot connect with other human beings. We cannot connect with those closest to us. We cannot connect with God or ourselves. And I think that is what we saw is the greatest need um, for change in our lives and is that that we wanted to mm. share with the listeners yes and to get back to
1: where i was in 2016 mm. i remember i was always so worried about you and to fix mm. you and mm. to, because you were the guy with the addiction yeah. and i didn't realize i had to look at myself mm.
0: Mm.
1: i really had to look at how could i change and what do i do that affects you mm. or maybe fuels your addiction and if you think back what were you things that you can remember that you think that i did that that fueled your addiction not not that i'm responsible for that i will never take that because i'm not nobody's responsible for someone else's addiction
2: absolutely
1: but maybe some things that we do to make it difficult or that that stops the addict from from recovery
2: you know suki um you you're absolutely right nobody i cannot give anybody else the the blame mm. or the responsibility for my decisions mm. for my addiction but what i did find from especially from 2010 when my journey started until 2016 there were a number of times that you tried to help me and i, I say tried mm. uh, because your intentions were perfect That is to help, uh, to be the helper, just like the Word says you should be, a a helper. That's what I thought, what the Bibles meant. Yes, Mm. yes. However, every time you told me I'd done something wrong and I can do this and this and that and this and that, or why don't I do this, why don't I read this, why don't I go and look at that video, it actually drove me deeper into the shame. Mm. And shame is one of the fuels of an addiction, mm. especially a sexual addiction. So what it did, it fueled me into the addiction cycle, mm. which is fantasy, uh, setting up, and acting out, and then despair, and then f- that's the whole addiction cycle. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting um, that the cycle was more frequent before I started to change. Mm. And after... the. Between 2010 and 2016, mm. the cycle became less, mm. um, but that root issues, my, my shame, my toxic shame, my guilt, my self-deprivation, those things were never addressed. Mm. And um, I didn't seek help until I reached the point of crisis.
1: Mm. And that's when you really started looking at that as well. Mm. So for me... Twenty-six things when I started going to Al-Anon, it's a group of family members and friends of, of, of alcohol, alcoholics, alcoholics mm. because my dad was an alcoholic because I didn't know about any other group and there I learned I had to focus on myself. And not try to fix the addict. Mm, mm. And in 2020, I started COSA, Codependence of Sex Addicts. And it's available online. If, if anyone listening has got, just look look it up on COSA, on the COSA website, you can find it. And you can join us on a on a Tuesday evening at 8 o'clock.
2: Suki, what are some of the things that are addressed in, um, in COSA? Quickly, quickly.
1: Wow. We we work with so many things. But it's basically for, for ladies to say, you need to focus on yourself and your mm. own self-care and not on your husband and how you could fix him. Hey? Yeah. So that was a big, big change for mm. me that started with that. And that really helped us to have a safe space where we could talk because you can't talk to many other people about that Especially if issue. your
2: husband is, is, is addicted to sexuality. Right, right. Yeah. So, and
1: people give you... Um, advice that is comp- that's really not appropriate at all. But Frederick, it's almost the end of this program. I do want to uh, just think about what we're going to do this this month. We're going to speak to Christou Lundsberg. He's from AA. Mm. And uh, he's going to tell us about the process of change that he had gone through. Mm-hmm. And he's then also going in the program after that. He's, he's one of the marketing person for AA, I think, in a certain area. And then he's also going to reflect on how he has seen change happening in other people. And then the last program of this month, we're going to say goodbye to you. So you need to start preparing yourself for that, listeners. <laughs> And we're also saying goodbye to you in our hearts, um, knowing we're only going to be with you a few more programs. But um, we will talk to you again next week.
2: So listeners, if there is something that you missed, um, there are all the programs that are in podcast form on uh, um forward slash podcasts forward slash into me c and download them. They download very quickly. Uh, Listen, send them to friends. Till next time. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K
0: Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.